And it's time for another podcast episode of Tell Me What You Really Think with our star, attorney Mike Bradner. I'm Spud McConnell, your host, here to guide you through the complexities of Mike Bradner's thinking process. So let's find out, what does Mike Bradner really think? And it's time for... uh... Mike Brandner, tell me what you really think. Tell me what you really think there, Mike. By the way, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Old. I'm old. This old is it's just old creeping Old is a up. perception. Says who? Tell that to my back. I'm supposed to get a surgery on my back. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um, no, uh, so I read this article. Yeah, I sent the article to, uh, to Mike about this woman in uh, Kennebra. Mm-hmm. And she, there's this one woman, she wanted a big butt. She wanted a bigger butt, so she she finds somebody on like Craigslist or something, and she flew in, and she flew in from Florida, yeah, to a motel in Kenna, yeah, and this woman met her and proceeded to pump her butt cheeks full of silicone, which looked like it was something she got on sale Actually, at the Home Depot. They didn't know what they used. Yeah, they still ain't figured it out. It yeah, was, but it was toxic, whatever it was, and it killed her. Right, she died from it. And uh, this was a couple of years ago, and then she finally, the woman who did it, was finally found guilty. Because mm-hmm. uh, she, she was saying it wasn't her fault because she, you know, the woman wanted it. And she signed, a, she paid me and signed a release. You're, you're, you're stabbing somebody in the butt with silicone that goes around your kitchen sink, and you don't think maybe there's something wrong with that? Yeah, and I'm sure she didn't realize that no, this but person even, wasn't even a doctor. Who that the one? No, I think she did know it. What, what, what person? First off, why do you need a bigger butt? I don't. I don't. I'm, it's a personal decision, I guess. But do you need a bigger butt, Mike? I mean, no, mine's too big to be young. <laughs> but you're working out. You're trying to look. I guess good if and you're. Uh, what is that song? I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Yeah. <laughs> I get. Well, I don't know. Me personally. I mean, I like a lot of things, but frankly, you, the one thing you you might be first attracted to somebody based on their looks, but you got to get to know them. You know? Exactly. The rest of it's one night stands, and I mean, who gives a crap after that? Well, you got a nice butt, but it don't matter no more because I'm out of here. But that uh, this whole thing is just, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm talking ill of the dead because I'm not, but mm-hmm. what makes you think you're going to go to a town and stay in a motel by the airport, and somebody's going to come in and do a surgery on you with those big tubes of of stuff. You know, I'm, I don't, I don't get. It. And then the woman goes, "Okay, you know, she got five years." And what did you say? Two and, in, two and a half years per butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said that, I, but I laughed at it. But it's it's sad. But the fact is, yeah, she got five years. So that's like involuntary manslaughter. I'd imagine, yeah. But why five? I would have gone more than that. What, what is normally, what is involuntary manslaughter? I mean, that's normally more than that. There's no intent to kill. Well, that's involuntary manslaughter, yeah. yeah. But still, she there's no intent, intent to kill, kill if you if you dodge a dog driving down the road it, and hit somebody. It's a negligence. So, I think, you know, this is obviously negligence on her part. Um, and I think that's why they labeled that. But only five years. Well, I mean, this is not your your lawyer forte, so I mean, no, I don't I don't handle uh, stuff like that. Butt injections. 
<laughs> or breast implants for that matter. <laughs> I don't handle breast implants either because if I did, my wife would kill me. Oh, no. Did I say that? I don't believe I said it. I don't handle breast implants. I don't, you know, I don't understand a lot of, uh, of things like that. I mean, I don't understand that kind of vanity. But I mean, look, I have a beautiful wife and... My wife ain't no slouch, but I had yeah. to make her laugh for me to score her. Right, you know, but so it wasn't you know, my looks that did it. The beauty becomes a smaller thing, and it's more about the person, um, and more about like I don't know. There's a lot of things that that develop over time mm-hmm. that you love the person for, and looks becomes very inconsequential. Well, looks are gonna fade. Yeah, we they're gonna know. whether you know whether you like it or not. I mean, there's some. You know, we're like Patricia Neal or somebody like that who still look good at Sally, right. but, you know, we all can't go that route. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lord knows I was an Adonis when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> You're a strapping man. Oh, I'm asking me in the back of that comic book. Charles Atlas, that was me yeah. you know, in a previous <laughs> life, you know. See, all the way down to the leopard shorts. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't understand it, you know. I mean, I've, I've dated... You know, women who were like endowed and women who were less than endowed. And yeah. I had fun with all of them. I mean, I ended up marrying a fiery redhead who was uh, pretty good in the body department, baby, you know. And it's yeah. like, but it would, but it wasn't just because of that. And look, I don't, I mean, I mean, my, look, let me put, let me say this. I met my wife in a limousine on the way from New Orleans to Casino Magic. It was dark in the limousine. So, the first thing really and truly about her, I knew she had lots of red hair, mm-hmm. but the first thing about her was the conversation that we had from New Orleans to Mississippi. I didn't get a good look at her till we got out of the car. Right. So my first my first go around with her was was brainiac. Mm-hmm. Okay, I said it. Now go ahead. <laughs> um no, but I uh I don't I mean plastic surgery to me, if it helps a person's I mean, self-esteem, uh, self-esteem, their opinion of themselves. Cause you know, uh, a lot of women and men, um, they have issues with certain body parts and it just, and I'm not talking about the one <laughs> you already started looking at me. I'm, like, I'm not talking about that one, but they, they have issues with certain, you can't body. go to Kenner and get pumped full of stuff <laughs> no. to fix that. No, but I mean, they have issues with, with, certain body parts yeah. and you know it's it's a mental benefit to them to fix it well it's like i was telling you about that i mean go to but go to a go licensed to... board certified you know mm-hmm. a plastic surgeon don't go to somebody in a hotel that you met on craigslist exactly and you paid them in cash right and they came in there with a big tube that said you know in exterior and interior well, what does that mean you can put it on the outside yeah no I don't, I don't, well, I was telling you well, briefly before when we decided to talk about this topic is, uh, you know, in, in Argentina, I don't know if it still is, but for a while there, it's like everybody was getting rhinoplasty. Everybody was getting a nose job. Didn't matter if they had a big nose or whatever. It was just the thing. It's like half the population had band-aids and black eyes, you know? It's like, why? What's the Do big they deal? have bad noses in Argentina? Maybe they got big boogers. I don't know. But yeah. it was like, all of a sudden there was this huge trend. That you had to get a nose job. And it's like, you look at some people and it's like, you already got a cute little button nose that turns up right. at the end a little bit, you know? And it's like, I mean, look at Michael Jackson. Nothing pleased him, Mm-mm. you know? I mean. Look at Sammy Sosa. True. 
How, I mean, that look, Who cares? You, you see the pictures of before and after. I'm like, wh- why? You know? You got me. <laughs> I don't know what he feels like, how that's going to improve him anyway. Is that going to improve your backswing? You know, are you going you to hit, hit something you know, 50 feet further or something? I mean, you know, with that regard, and that's based upon the color of your skin, you should be happy about your color of skin. You shouldn't have to want to change it. You know, it's like you know. Well, yeah, it's 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 who you are. Yeah, you can't do any. I mean, if you're gonna go that far about all that, I mean, that's the stuff you embrace. Yeah, you know, um, you there's there's certain parts of you and the way you look that you just embrace. You know what I mean? I don't embrace anything about the way I look. I just dad is. I ain't forking out the money to change it. You know, but. I had a, a pretty good resemblance to Huey Long, and I played him on stage for 30 years. Yeah. So in one instance, I could go, hey, being looking like this, you know, I made I made a fair amount of money over a nice period of time. Yeah. But uh, as for the rest of it, I don't know. I mean, I, every time I go on stage, I have to do makeup to make my eyes look bigger because I get these little squinty pig eyes, you know. Right. But that's, you know, it's a makeup thing. I, I take it off, I go home, there it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, I ain't got no eyebrows. Look at this. I mean, I look, I, I look like you have a, eyebrows. I, I mean, they stop like right short. here. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, they ain't very far. That's why yeah. I wear glasses. Go, well, he ain't got no eyebrows. No, I got glasses. Shut up. Well, that's like if when I, I can't grow out a beard like you have because it starts scratching me. And I just get uh, it aggravates me. Yeah. But when I do like, don't when I don't shave for like three or four days, it looks like I have holes in my beard because they're gray hairs. Oh. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, my, you know. my son and I both have a little bit of a bald spot under our chins right there, you know, but I mean, yeah, but you shave it from, from, yeah, the, from the neck. Well, and... I mean, I, I'm trying to clean it up cause I'm going to do some commercials for my, uh, customers, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to do it like that. Uh, the world's most interesting man, dude, you know, yeah, right. I'm going to be most commuted. I'm going to be the most confused man in metric, you know, <laughs> And so, anyway, I'm, I'm writing something. I'm gonna video them and edit them, and then I'm gonna shave all this off again. Right. You know, it's just finding the time to actually do that too. Right. So shaving, know, doing the spots. Oh yeah. I mean, I've got two or three of them written. It's just a matter of being able to sit down and edit them, and then pull the stuff off the internet that I need. The pictures of me dressed up like the Yat Lady and like Huey Long and Earl Long and all these different characters that I've played to open up the spot with. Mm-hmm. And then I got to go get product. From these people to hold up while I'm shooting a spot. It's it's complicated. It ain't that complicated actually, but it is time consuming. Right. So that's that's the whole thing about it. So there you go. Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, have you ever considered getting any kind of a plastic surgery? Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, there are people out there who are getting like wrecks who need things fixed. Yeah. You know, there are people, there are ladies out there who've had breast surgery, and I know they've got these tattoo artists that do stuff that I, makes them look normal. I've had, normal. A devi- I had a deviated septum, and it was fixed. But it was fixed because of... Uh, why did I fix it? It was, it was fixed because I, like, I couldn't breathe out of it. Yeah, you know, and that's not plastic that's, surgery. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's plastic surgery. reconstructive fixing surgery. Yeah. I mean, my appendix blew up. 
Right. You know, it's not walking around with a scar on my side. Just going, yeah, man, I had that done in uh, Tijuana. You like that? It's a nice car. <laughs> <laughs> Makes somebody, me look like a badass. How'd you get this scar? Somebody stabbed me. He was a doctor, and he was taking up my ruptured appendix, but he still stabbed me. What do you think? Yeah. I so, don't know. I, I'm just, you know, if if it helps somebody's self-esteem, I say go for it. Um, and uh, I'm sure women get it more than men. Um but I don't really know. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm with you. I'm thinking that probably so, but I couldn't tell you for sure. But I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of men who are, and there's a lot of people. I was watching that, 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 that butch, but botched show mm-hmm. one time. And he had this guy went in, it was like a drag performer, this dude. Mm-hmm. And he had this bulbous nose. And so they wanted the, the nose guy, you know, the boob guy was, okay, well, I'm going to go deal with this stripper girl over here. And so the, the nose dude with the black hair was dealing with this fella. He goes, well, we got to figure out what we're going to do with this bulbous nose, this big bump that he's got. It's like the Miller's Tale, if you ever read the Canterbury Tales. Mm-hmm. It's like he had a big nose with a big bubble on it. It was a zit. The guy had a zit on his nose for like 25 years. I don't understand that. Like, I, I can't stand Like, if I have a zit, I just pop. But it didn't look like a zit. It looked like a big bulbous thing that they were going to cut off, you know? And then he started poking at it. All of a sudden, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then you squeezed it, and boom, man, this big white thing popped, and the and the bump went away. I would I, like I don't understand that. And if I get a bump, like like I actually have one on my nose right now. But if I get a bump, okay, right, well let me get a pencil. I know it's I'm gonna, gonna stab it for you. I know it's gonna be. I know it's like you know either is it and either it forms a head or it doesn't form a head. Doesn't form a head, just leave it alone. It goes That's down a cyst. It'll go away. Yeah. Yeah. But um. I had a big cyst on my back, man. It took like 30 minutes to get that, that nasty thing out of I there. had a cyst, and I just wound up cutting it out. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> you Jim Bowie or something, I man? Know, I, just, I, I saw it, and I'm like, this, let me see about this. And, <laughs> I'm going to uh, cut this thing. I cut it out. I cut it out. I don't know. Well, once you poke it, if you get to the level where it is, and you... Just poke it, mm-hmm. penetrate it. It just squeezes out. Well, I mean, uh, so you use like a big pin or a big needle or something like that. I mean, you didn't you didn't whip out your bayonet or something. I used the scissors that come with um, like a manicure kit. Um, Did you put some alcohol on them, or was it brill? Oh yeah, I burnt them <laughs> and stuff like that. And then uh, I could just picture you in in the bathroom. You know, can I dig one of these old razor blades out of the slot in the back? I, I've, al- I've always been like that, though. I, I'm just like, okay, this is here. Let me get it out. You know, um, yeah. When when I had like bad acne, I used to just poke it with like a, a needle and um, just let it drain. Oh, push it out. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I never had bad acne that bad. I had it like everybody else, but not, not that bad. But, you know, I was more of a... Well, I, yeah, I guess I did it a couple of times, too, but I was more like a scrubber, you know, because yeah. I, I didn't want... You know, I knew people who had, like, bad acne scars, and mm-hmm. they said, don't don't pop them, you know. If you're yeah. going to do that, just try to scrub it or something like that. Um, I got a, one of my best men in my wedding, Mike Johnson, a good friend of mine. He He had to go... To a dermatologist like every couple of months because he'd get these underneath ones, you know. Yeah, I've done that. What I really like are the hydrofacials. <laughs> What's that? A hydrofacial? Um, a hydrofacial. Uh, they use, it's like a water vacuum almost, but it sucks out all the impurities in your skin. Um, and they do go around and look for, you know, 
pimples, blackheads, or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it sucks out all the impurities in the skin and it dumps it in this container. And what do you like? Bring it home and put it on? The no, they dump, they dump it out. But I look at it. Well, like, I, I, cool. I've been seeing these pictures like on Facebook or something like that where they have this product and uh, it's uh, all all the people being worked on are Chinese. So mm-hmm. guess where this shit comes from? But it's like a, a big tube, like a like a I don't know. It it opens up like a tube of uh like a of antiperspirant, you know, the big one. Big yeah, yeah. Okay, so they rub it all over their face and they'll leave it sit there for a little while. You can see it start turning. And then they'll wipe their, their brow and like every blackhead or everything all over their face is now on this napkin. And it's like, damn, man. You know, your mama kissed that face before. Is it laced with COVID? I don't know. <laughs> oh, <God>, yeah. <laughs> Wuhan number two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to get a shot for that shit now. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't get it either. I don't get it either. I'm yeah. not trusting anything that uh, that comes out of that. You know, anything that comes out of China, medicine wise. I don't know. I know a lot of people ain't buying anything out of China anyway. You know, well, my my kids will go. I'm, and I bought some stuff off that that uh, that Wish that mm-hmm. app. You know, yeah. Come enjoy the cheaper stuff we have. It's like. I've yeah, gotten I've gotten one thing out of them that was pretty decent. Everything else is pretty chintzy. Mm-hmm. Well, two things because I got some uh, I got some uh, like leather armbands from my son because we like to go to the uh, the uh, Renaissance Fest. Yeah. So he's got like a kilt and a helmet and a spear and a flail and then I have a two headed axe that I use on stage. So he's got all that shit. So. But uh, anyway, I got him some arm guards, leather arm guards that tie on. And then I got a Bowie knife. And it's solid, full tang, and it was really sharp. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the sheath is a piece of shit. I got to make a new one. But it's a, it's a good knife. Holds a good edge, and it's good and heavy. You know? I ordered, and I have now, <clears throat> a Viking axe mm-hmm. and, a, um, and a Viking sword. It's like a bearded axe? Um. It's, it's like it's like it's like a regular axe, but it's it's like has Viking engraving on it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I got it from the Ukraine. They made it in Ukraine, um, but it it's pretty authentic. And I got a sword that is actually in the office next door, um, a Viking sword, and they are sharp. And well, the axe that I have is not. It's a stage prop. It's not. Sharp. Oh no, it, we had. You uh, can we, sharpen it, but we it's... brought home a coconut from Florida, <laughs> and uh, I was telling my son, I was like, "Watch this!" I put it on the ground, swung the axe, and that thing just broke in half. <laughs> well, it could have broken half because of the weight of the blade, too. I mean, but it cut oh, it's it. It's sharp. It's sharp, huh? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wouldn't mess. With so you gonna go to Renaissance Fest now? No. Since you got a cool. Well, you got an axe and a sword. You have to. Yeah, but that's not Renaissance. That's Vikings. They got Pete, they got a guy walking around dressed up like the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. You yeah, know? I mean it's 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 fun, and I mean they got like jousting matches and sword fights, and you know you can get a a, a little crossbow and shoot fake shit. I mean it's fun. You I know. have a crossbow. I, I shoot know. deer with it. <laughs> well, they see that's a weapon. There you go. Yeah. yeah. God, when don't you go hunting, man? You must have like a freezer full of meat. We, um, I'll take a neck roast. To be honest with you, my son kind of made me go hunting a lot this year. Mm -hmm. And it wore me out. Like, he wanted to go every weekend. And I I don't think we went every weekend, but it was 
really close to it. Um, he just enjoyed going, liked the place, whatever. But I, I told him, I was like, we cannot do that again this year. You Every know? weekend, no. No, it's too much. Well, it's too much of a drive, too, and you? Tell me it's two, it's three, three, three four hours. Three right? hours there and three hours back. Yeah, it's in Port Gibson, Mississippi. Oh, I did. And if you come back without a deer, I'm going, I drove six hours and I ain't even got burned. Well, that's the thing. The only place I shot a deer was on the uh, on the uh, border, the uh, Mexican border in Texas. Which, I and, told you about that, right? Mm, no, you didn't tell me you were on. You told me you went to Texas. You didn't say it was down the Mexican border. Yeah, so we hunted in Texas in the Mexican on the Mexican border. We're on a ground blind on a pipeline. And on the right, I, I see, like, peripheral, the right side, there are two people walking, all black, black uh, ski mask. They walk across the pipeline towards the back of us. And I told my guy, I was like, the guy's there to make sure you don't shoot the wrong deer. Um, but I told the guy, I was like, did you see that? He's like, no, 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 I didn't. And I'm like, and I describe what I saw. And all of a sudden, he's like in his bag. I'm like, what are you looking for? He's like, my handgun. <laughs> and I'm they like, were coyotes? I'm like, well, give me my rifle. They were coyotes. And uh, so, <laughs> so they popped back out on the pipeline. Did they have bubble butts? Did... No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't have plastic surgery? No, they didn't. So like this conversation is kind of whipped but maybe, around. But maybe they, uh, maybe they were trying to sneak some Because they're actually walking towards the border. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they were trying to sneak somebody into I'm Mexico sure to go get a butt. <laughs> Eric Tijuana, Kenna Brock, kind of come, you know, come on, we're going to Kenna. But um, Tijuana, yeah, that was interesting. That's terrible. We're going to hear some shit about that. But the fact, you know, back to plastic surgery because we're making fun of it. But that's that was a stupid decision. Well, I mean, it's a we're making fun of that because that's a stupid decision. Seuss, yeah, I, I don't. I'm uh, sorry, this lady died. I don't. I don't know why people do. Well, the, that's the not the first injections. time it happened. I talked about the same kind of thing happening like three times before. Oh, really? Oh, on the radio, many times. It happened in, in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And somebody went went to a, went to a hotel in Philadelphia yeah. and got injected with silicone from a Home Depot. I mean, Kim Kardashian has to have a butt injection. Like, it is, her butt is huge. Like, when you... When, I don't want to look for the scar. You could probably... Yeah, you... Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I would be... You know, it, it seems like you could land a jumbo jet on her butt. You know? I saw a picture, somebody, well, of course they had that picture of her with a wine bottle on her ass and the water, and the, oh, okay, and the yeah. champagne bottle, all that kind of stuff. I saw a picture of her sitting on a boat. She was out doing a, a photo shoot at a beach someplace. And uh, I saw a picture of her um, sitting on a boat during a break on the edge of a boat on the gunnel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, because I, I, I always thought those, those you know, pictures were... Uh, Outland, not outlandish, but you know, just like at an angle to show a big. No, it it, it was massive, just mm-hmm. huge. I'm going. I, I that ain't my taste. I tell you what, if you go from the waist up and everything, all the pictures you usually see her when she's all dolled up and everything, mm-hmm. magnificent, beautiful, just beautiful woman. I can't do the rest of it. Right. I mean, it's got his own zip code for crying out loud. That's <laughs> <laughs> a, a big butt, man. Yeah. You know, Sir Mix a lot really likes that butt. Oh yeah. So anyway. So, so plastic surgery, yeah. So we now we've talked about uh, coyotes and shooting hogs and everything. We made a, a whole circle talking about plastic surgery and stupid decisions. Yeah, and I mean that's 
Well, after a while, you kind of got to go, I mean, how can you, how can you be that stupid that you honestly think you're going to give somebody a thousand bucks and meet them in a motel room and they're going to give you a, a, a fabulous butt and you're going to walk away? How, how, I don't know, man. I don't want to say you have an I empty mean, soul, but it, you, you, that, that, there's no common sense there at all. You know, I mean, look, facelifts, face, whatever, lips injections to the point that it doesn't, it does. You don't overdo it. It looks natural. Yeah, but um, breast augmentations again to the fact that it, you know, to the point that it looks natural. Um, you know, like for instance, women when they're pregnant and after when they have their baby, when they breastfeed, if they have larger, you know, if they have a certain, you know, size boobs or whatever, the the baby just sucks them dry, right? And in that situation, when you augment. It's fine because, you know, it's my understanding that the women kind of get a, uh, a certain level of, um, I don't know how to say it, like, it affects them. Like a postpartum. Yeah, so I mean, you know, in that case, definitely, you know. Uh, yeah, but again, you're not going to a hotel... No, you're not doing. You're, you're not going to boutique and have somebody. Yeah, can you meet me next to that Ace Hardware over there? We'll do it yeah. in the back of my van. You know. Yeah, I mean, anybody that does that kind of stuff is just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's nonsense. And I mean, I, and, and, and as an adult, you should have better sense than that. You almost want to call it Darwinism. <laughs> it almost it. Well, I mean, it is pretty it is much. Darwinism, you know? I mean, if you can't think of anything better than that, yeah, know? yeah. Uh, how? Uh, who knows? I mean, well. That people, hey, but you know what? You know what? You know what they call the person who graduated last in his class in medical school? Huh? Doctor. So, you know. Exactly. You see, when you go to the doctor, you get to see their grades on the wall? No. So, who knows, man? Exactly. I mean, I'm a nurse practitioner. Yeah, those that's better than somebody in a motel in Kenna. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, you know, anyway. Well, that was an interesting conversation too. I think we covered, we covered just about everything. Yeah. You know. Anyway, yeah, and and we're not talking about plastic surgery on, on uh, Mr. yeah, Mr. like Mr. Happy. <laughs> we don't, we're talking about plastic surgery by unlicensed, you know, person. By people who aren't even, who don't even qualify to teach CPR classes. Right, and the fact that you're doing it in a hotel should tell you something. That you come from Florida. Fly in, go to the hotel across the street, and how you even sit on it. I actually, I actually read uh, an article where this woman had gotten real butt injections, mm-hmm. like, and they're like boob injections. They're sturdier and they're silicone pads. Yeah. And he said, "What's it feel like?" She goes, "Put two wallets, put on some tight jeans, and put a wallet in each one of your back pocket and sit down." She goes, "That's what it feels like." Mm-hmm. That you're just you're sitting on something solid, so it might look good, but it don't exactly feel all that good. Yeah. So why would you do that? I don't know. I mean, I dated girls with flat butts. They were fun. I had no problems with them. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about flat butts. Well, I mean, I like a nice butt, nice and everything else, but it's not going to chase me away if you don't have a nice butt. Exactly. Of course, I'm married twenty, coming up on twenty seven years, so asses don't matter to me no more anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's beyond. Beyond it, man. You know, exactly. Dang, damn, we're never going to see no more. All right. Next time on the uh, Tell Me What You Think, 
uh, we got a lot of subjects to cover because all you folks out there need the wit and wisdom of Mike Bradner to get you through the day. <laughs> don't forget yourself. No, I'm a bullshitter. That's different. <laughs> you, you got way more education than I do, man. You went to law school and everything. Yeah. I, I have my little master's degree and that's it. So mm-hmm. there you go. Anyway, see you next time. Watch out for the crazies. Okay, thanks, Mike. Had a good time. Let's find out what else Mike is thinking about next week on Tell Me What You Really Think.